Hey everybody, welcome, welcome to Everything Goes. Uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm late, has some computer problems. I don't know if anyone's going to show up. <laughs> anyway, okay, there's one. I'll give it a minute. Um, I didn't get a chance to send out the um, um, the appointment so that the show. So I don't expect a whole lot today. Um, uh, but anyway, we'll see what happens. Oh, got people popping in already. Okay. Well, I guess people knew about it. It's a good thing I announced that the show would be on six. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, um, I had some issues today, so anyhow, I'm here. So I'm not expecting a whole lot to show up, but um, I am here. So let me see here. Let everybody know that I'm alive. Uh-huh. All righty. Give me a second here. Um, uh huh. Okay, so I'll put that on. Anyway, what I'll do today, um, because again, everything got all screwed up. I'll put the highlights of the show uh, in the in the um, in the email, and we'll go from there. Um, I was working super late last night too, and I didn't get to bed like till nine o'clock this morning. So I was um, um, busy. I, my uh, my resource, one of my resources, had been pulled down by the government, where I was getting some of my information, and it just came back online. So that's pretty cool. So anyway, I made up for some lost time because usually I I'm, I collect data and I store it, and my big thing uh, of late is batteries and getting um, different type of batteries other than lithium. I mean, I was looking at a, a battery made out of lime or calcium. And apparently you can make these batteries and they can last up to 10 years. And they put out some pretty, pretty amazing power. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the, um, I think they put out something like 250,000, 250 volts of energy. So I thought, well, this is pretty cool. If you had, you know, if you had everything and you converted everything to DC, you could run every every appliance you have without even having to tap into the grid. So I look at stuff like that. I look at stuff like supercapacitors and capacitance because that's also a means of storing power. And so anyway, my resource had gone down and came back up and they actually had better resources, <laughs> newer ones. So, uh, which was even better. Anyway, for those of you who came in, welcome. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, I'm going to start off a little bit here in Canada. Oh, Canada. Um, they're talking smart cities again. And apparently Alberta, um, forget where it's at in Alberta, has in, uh, engaged in the smart city. Now, I said before that we have a smart city about th uh, 30 minutes away from me, but wasn't sure if that was true or not. Now it's been verified. It has been completely verified that um, Leamington, Ontario, <clears throat> for those of you who are in Essex County, Leamington has been, <clears throat> excuse me, Leamington has been chosen to be a smart city. I'm not sure how that's going to work because where Leamington sits, 
you've got a few towns around it that are within 15 minutes of it. But when you start talking um, Wheatley and further out, uh, or you're going toward Tilsonburg, I'm not sure how that's going to work. <laughs> and I don't know how this is going to work with countries like Canada and Australia. Um, they're big countries and populations are widespread and scattered everywhere. So I'm not sure how they're going to do it. I'm not sure, sure how they're going to um, make this a reality, to be honest with you. I, I don't know. It, it, to me, this is um, um, a far-fetched concept, but they're talking about it. Um, let's see here. Let me get back to where I was. Um, I had it open in the beginning. Here we go. That's the map. Yeah, I'll show you the maps where they're planning on having this. And oh, that's a oh, not in it either. Where the hell is it? Give me a second here. I had it here a second ago. That's that one. That's that one. Nope. And also, in old Canada. They are going to tell, they have hired a company from India to come up with an urban bylaw to tell you how to regulate your land if you're a farmer, which everyone now is, is in, in um, complete uproar over because it doesn't work, number one. It's, it's not meant to work. It's not designed to be anything but a again a, a con and i think the natives better be on their on their game on this because um this was designed i think to disengage them from their lands from their lands and okay here it is um because the regulations on there are extremely uh hardcore and the uh if you break their laws I mean, there is that thing with the natives that they, they're going to give them the regulations. And if they don't follow through with those regulations and they find something's not working, that they'll step right in. And this is, I think we're going to see that. Uh, we're going to see that everywhere. They're not going to let you own any land, you know. So, um, so here we go. Oh, got a pretty good group going to come in. Okay. So let me play this for you. Um, let me go now. No, wrong one. Okay, let me play this for you here. Give me a second. Here we go. Just in. Turns out 15-minute cities are now in play in Canada. As Edmonton, Alberta is the first pilot city to be in play. It is up on their website. Go check it out. All the districts. 15 minutes walking. How convenient. Your digital currency will be into play as well. They can turn it on and turn it off. It'll be an invisible line, so don't worry. It'll give you the illusion of freedom. Because if that's not the illusion of freedom, I don't know what is. You should have some questions. I do. How long until it comes here? What cities will be affected? Will the outskirts be affected? Is the opposing members going to do something about it? 
We should have a lot of questions. Also, it's the anniversary. Hong Kong, back to you. <laughs> she must be in the 5% of Canadians that still have a functioning brain cell. <laughs> you know, and um, um, it's, it's, um, it's amazing. It's amazing that, okay, Edmonton, they're, they're turning it on in Edmonton. This was supposed to be a premiere that came in that was going to be different than the previous establishment. Yet, the policies of the previous establishment are still being supported. 15 minutes, cease. I don't know how that's going to work. I And again, if everybody doesn't wake up to this, you're going to be in jail. That's what's going to happen. You're just going to be in jail. <clears throat> you know, um, um, so the, um, I was going to move. <laughs> I wanted to go to Edmonton. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, 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 uh, I, I'm not sure how this is going to affect Lethbridge, Medicine Hat, and all those other communities. I'm not sure how it's going to affect the Hutterite communities down there, you know. And again, we got one right here in, uh, right, like I said, 30 minutes from me here in Leamington, you know. So Leamington is like a hub. It's a, it's a small hub. Um, I mean, you got Leamington, you got Essex, you got Kingsville, you know, you got all those, uh, Colchester, you got all those towns in between. And so if you're within a 15 minute drive, okay, I, I guess it may, um, no, it won't cover Essex either. Essex is going to be in the middle of nowhere on that one. And some of those other little towns, you know, uh, north of the number three highway are going to be out, out of reach. This, this, I don't even see how this is even going to be feasibly economical. Like it won't work in the country like Canada. And you got so many people scattered outside of the, uh, of uh, these cities and hubs. I'm not sure what they're going to do there unless they decide to kill them off with some kind of toxic spray from the sky and just wipe them out. And again, you know, the mark of the beast system, that's all going to be involved. Like she's calling the digital, the digital, um, currency <laughs> boy oh boy you know the um it's it's uh, again not sure how that's going to work and i'm not sure how many more canadians are going to leave the country now over this this is not going to work for a lot of a lot of ways and i'm not sure how many people want to live in jail this is this is what this is a jail and this is again a um a means of regulating um, a prison. A prison. You're in a jail. You gotta buy what you want to buy in the localized area. If you can't find what you want to buy, you're gonna have to order it somewhere and have it shipped to you. Again, I'm not sure how that's gonna work. You know, how is Amazon gonna make any money? Okay, Amazon's money is on the fact that you can buy online and have something shipped to you. And, there, and the idea now also, I was watching another video that you're not going to own anything. Uh, so that means you're going to have to rent anything you buy or that you, that you could buy and own today. You know, whatever you can buy and own today, 
Um, <laughs> tomorrow, you won't be able to own it. Your computer, all your data, you may not be able to own it. Everything will be up, be forced up into a cloud. Your, your a database, uh, hard drive to uh, store your database or your data information will be gone. Yeah, probably, you know, well, Walmart's an essential service. I mean, when we had that lockdown, when I had my store, I couldn't sell the stones and the rocks that I normally sold. I could sell my herbs and my, and herbs was about the only, and my teas, but I wasn't supposed to sell the vitamins. I did anyway. I didn't care. If someone came into my store and wanted to buy a, a strand of rocks, I sold it to them. I didn't care. I didn't play by the rules. I covered everything up so I looked like I was doing whatever. But in essence, um, uh, I didn't play. Came to my store, you wanted to buy something, you bought it. <laughs> that was it. You know, I'm a businessman. I'm not here to comply to a government's regulations or, or to uh, um, uh, enforce their regulations. If they wanted to enforce the regulations, they should have hired somebody, parked their asses outside, and had them enforce it. That's not my job. That's how I looked at it. And then and again, I pay taxes. You want to bring, bring in rules? You should ask me if I even agreed with them. Um, yeah. So yeah, you only you only be able to own a car. You're not going to be able to own a car. You're going to have to. 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 Rent one, or they're going to have some kind of electric car come to your door to pick you up. You're not going to be able to do anything. You know, they, 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 um, well, you're going to, everyone, I think everyone's going to be medicated anyway. <laughs> Dope is going to be considered essential. I think everyone's going to be, you have to be medicated in order to fall for this. It's incredible here. Um, this whole thing. You know, and anybody that's willing to comply with this, I, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> they want to make sure I'm here on the show. So, you know, shit can happen. Who knows? I mean, today in life, today's life, if you're living a life today of any kind, expect shit to happen. <laughs> expect interruptions. Expect confusion. Just expect it. You know, it's just life. It's just the way it is, just how it is. You know, um, um, it, it, it never, never ceases to amaze me, you know. Um, so again, um, we're, we're, um, there's never a dull moment. Let's put it that way. <laughs> never a dull moment. The, um, um, it's funny how things happen. And all this stuff that goes on today, you know, um, it, it, it's, um, it, you know, it's astounding. Let's just put it that way. Totally astounding. Um, we, um, we're caught up in this, this, uh, twilight zone. That's what it feels like. We're in the twilight zone, you know, or the outer limits. Don't touch the dial. We have now taken over control of your television. You know, that kind of bullshit. And, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, and that's exactly what's gone on. Don't touch that dial. We've taken control over your life, you know, and you live in a democracy. <laughs> you live, 
You live in a democracy. That's what I find so funny. We live in a democracy. Really? It, um, it, uh, it's funny. You know, I'm going to play a video, um, how our medical system, why it doesn't work. Um, well, you may not, you may not even be able to get brandy. You may have to, you may have to bootleg some sugar and some yeast to make your own alcohol because that's going to be considered a uh, non-essential. Um, computer games and drug. Yeah. That little bastard. You know, I like to pop his head like a zit. You know, it's just, I look at him and I get irritated. You know, that's, I mean, they couldn't have picked a better, a better puppet, you know, um, but you may have to, you may have to, uh, actually boot like that. You may have to, uh, uh, that may be a contraband. And, you know, if you know how to make alcohol, grow tobacco and keep that hidden somehow, hell, you'll, you'll make a fortune. And see, the one thing I do see about this, the one thing I do see about this, you can have an underground economy where people will give you, you may not be able to get money per se, but if you need a bazooka, <laughs> you'll be able to get it. You know, if you got chicken somehow hidden and, and can make and can get eggs, you know, or chicken meat, or yeah, so you have an aquaponics network going on and you're running it off a battery grid instead of their grid, you're running it off of, of a different power source. So you can't be traced can't be tracked that there's a, uh, um, some power leakage coming from the system because they're going to regulate the hydro. They're going to regulate your heat. They're going to regulate the gas or the natural gas. They're going to regulate how much, what you can buy. Imagine that the, your highlight of your life is having a hot dog, you know, uh, with cricket powder mixed with a cricket sauce. You won't be able to get mustard. You won't be able to get ketchup. You know, you have to have this cricket sauce or this cockroach sauce. And for bread, you'll have some kind of tofu shit or whatever. Sounds really appetizing to me, doesn't it? Yum, yum. I want some. Woohoo. So, yeah. Well, the Asians are more, the Asians in, um, the Asians are a more docile people than Canadians are. Canada's the perfect fit to try all this shit because as a, as a rule of thumb, you know, like I said, we only got 5% of Canada that has got any kind of fucking brain. The rest are asleep. You know, they're, they're like I said, they'll sit in front, they're, they're more interested in watching a hockey game or a baseball game or a basketball game or days of our lives or some soap opera bullshit, you know, or going to a mall, which they're not going to be able to do unless you're within a 15 minute time frame. And then you're going to be regulated to uh, um, what you know what you can spend. If they see you're traveling outside the 15 minute time, uh, 15 minute uh, area, and you're traveling a lot, you know, uh, they're going to they're going to tell you, you can't travel anymore. You you exceeded your carbon footprint. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's jail. They are imprisoning people. 
Okay, the shots, the the bioweapons they injected have, again, computer chips inside. So they're going to be able to track your movements if you're taking those jabs. Like I said at the last show, the first shot, which I wasn't aware of until yesterday, um, was designed to um, stop the Wuhan virus. It was programmed that if the Wuhan virus hit you, that it would stop it from uh, taking you out. And then on the same token, on the same token, it shut down your immune system's capacity to create any other kind of antibodies or anything else that may hit, hit, attack your system. So they basically disengaged your immune system from the very first shot. Now imagine all the people that took the Janssen and Janssen and the AstraZeneca, because those were the first two that were engaged, right? And then afterwards, they started giving everybody the Moderna and the Pfizer, Pfizer, uh, Pfizer shot. So now we got four bioweapons that we've mixed up. You got the AstraZeneca, Janssen, Janssen, then you got the Moderna and the, and the Pfizer. So now what, what, what's happening to these people? What's going on with their DNA? You know, and then all these new variations that are coming along are upgrades uh, to the program. That's all these are. You know, I got, I got into a discussion with somebody about this whole bullshit with the snake venom. It's such horse shit. All that's horse shit. And I, and I believe he's also a oppo- uh, paid opposition, uh, the, the imbecile that came up with that concept. You know, the, I'm not seeing that venom here anywhere. No one's dying of any kind of venom here. They're dying from the jabs, period. You know? But again, this is another distraction because this guy's a doctor. And then I find it odd that a doctor like this can go out, go, go out and about um, and propagate this bullshit. Um, yeah, I'm okay. Um, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. Um, nothing wrong. I was experimenting with something and something went wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm in, the, in the process of fixing it. The, um, uh, that happens when you're, in, when you're by yourself and you have to try things sometimes you overdo it you know you think you got to you got the formula and you you know you um you tweak it down and then realize after you t- take it uh, um uh, it was too much <laughs> so my system's basically expunging what i did so i don't have a cold i don't have a flu i don't have any of that shit. so i'm fine um so uh yeah a lot of that's just pure bullshit too you know, um, like I said, I have yet to see one doctor other than Dr. Tenpenny, and she's she's sort of so-so, but I've yet to see one doctor actually talk about the LNP and the operating systems that this is dumped into the DNA. I've yet to see one, one talk about that. And anybody can manipulate, even like through a 3D printer or 4D printer, a, any kind of material inside the bodies because now you already have the building blocks in, injected. Um, yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm fine. Uh, like I said, I uh, if I'm dead, I'll be the first to know it. And you guys will probably hear about it somewhere, somehow. <laughs> Show started about 6.30. I was late. I had some issues going on. Anyway, we're here. Uh uh, so anyway, um, 
So well, everybody came in and made me realize they might be gone before us. Well, you know what? There's probably a good likelihood, likelihood that could happen. You know, I mean, I'm out here. I'm one of the few people that I know that's talking the talk. You know, there's other people out there. Sure, I'm not bragging that I'm the only one. But um, people like me that just don't give a shit, this is how I look at it. And, and again, I think everybody needs to understand this as well. We are already dead, all of us. Those of us who are still alive, those of us who are still awake, those of us who are not, um, uh, no, don't, don't, don't wish that upon me. <laughs> I don't want to be here 20 more years. No. At that point in time, I'll be too old and too weak to fight you know, for my, my own battles, and I'll have to rely on the younger generation. And no, <laughs> they're, lost, they're lost cause. They're lost ball in the high weeds. Forget it, you know. Um, you know what? You, you, you think you need me. You think you need me. You need God pretty much. And honestly, you need God. Everyone needs God. In this, in this situation, everybody needs God. Okay. I'm just a messenger of sorts, speaking a message to help you stay on your feet and keep you protected, you know, until he comes back. And the more you guys learn and the more you guys apply what I'm showing you, you'll be standing far longer than most people. Obviously, God's going to have his hand on you in order for that to happen. Okay. You can't, you can't fight this fight unless God is on your side. You know, and if you're, if you're an advocate of God, I'm an advocate of God through, uh, through Jesus. So, you know, I, I know, I know I should already be dead by now. So it's not like, you know, I, I don't know, but you guys, like I said, with everything I'm showing you, the formulas I'm giving you, will hopefully inspire you to either create your own formulas or research, research your own formulas. You know, um, it's, it's not an unusual war, Selma. The war has been going on since, since after the Second World War. This war has been going on for your, uh, you know, when you watch The Matrix, the first one, it's a battle for your mind, Neil. That's what this has been all about controlling how we think they're reigning in the concept of democracy and freedom freedom of speech freedom of expression that's a joke that never that never actually happened on a small scale it did as long as it didn't affect the parameter of their program but if you uh, you did not follow the narrative or if you got too big and became too dangerous to their narrative you were taken away. Look at John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy was not a, a really good guy either. He was, part of the, he was part of that group too. But when he made the comment of secret societies, two weeks after he made that comment, they took him out. He exposed the secret societies. Said it was a repugnancy in the United States to have a secret society. You know, and, and the fact that these secret societies were working an agenda against America. That's when they took him out. Johnson had a lot to do with that. Okay, they made Johnson president and, he, and, and they took him out because he did not want to have a war in Vietnam. He wanted, he stopped the war from happening in Cuba. They lost millions on that. They lost millions on that. 
Okay, the military-industrial complex, which we were warned about, you know, is part of the system. Uh, I'm going to play a, a track, small part of the track. I'll have to find it. Um, yeah, again, you're probably right. Probably started even at the, at the First World War because people are stupid. They know people are stupid. The education we got in the, in the uh, educational system wasn't an education. It, initially, people were able to think for themselves. After the 60s, that changed. The idea of uh, free thought and freedom of expression was used and manipulated and inverted. It was then designed to train you to think in their narrative. The anti-Americanism that was going on at the time within America, that was all part of the plan. Um, uh, so again, uh, yeah, that's that's the thing there that is, is, astounds me that that wasn't nipped in the bud way back then, you know. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, you know what's interesting? He did a he did the speech, I believe, in the United Nations, and I seen the recording of that speech. I actually saw it. It was on. It was on television even. And I kind of vaguely remember that growing up as a child, him making a speech because at that time everything was in black and white. We didn't have color television. We had black and white. It was all gray and, and dark. <laughs> at that point in time, you couldn't tell a white man from a black man because they were all the same color. You know? <laughs> it's one of those things. Uh, again, using that, 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 uh, that entitlement in black and white because that's what it was back then, black and white television. And I saw him make that speech. I don't remember him speaking until I saw it on YouTube. And then when I went to try to find it, because I tried to download that speech, that video, I wanted to keep that and show that to everybody. This was years ago. And the damn downloader didn't work. And so when I finally got one that did work, they took it down. And I was so pissed because they, they, he's out there. And he's, I mean, he's, he's right t telling it. Within two weeks, he was shot. He was dead. You know, and the and then we all and then at the time I don't know most of you have ever heard it, but I said it once or twice on the show. There was a theory of the magic bullet. A bullet went through his through his back or through his uh, through his back, came out of his chest, turned around, and went back <laughs> and killed him. I laughed at that. Now, unless they did a time a time jump, already had this technology then where they were firing missiles as bullets that had DNA encryption, which I don't think we had at that time. Maybe we did. And I, again, because there's a lot coming up that we don't know. But if that had a DNA encryption, which was a little rocket, then I could see that happening. But if a bullet goes out of a person, okay, and when it hits a person, it actually spins and it came out and came back in. Well, that's a little bit creative, I think, <laughs> say the least, you know, uh, um, so like I said, when you're looking at a lot of that shit that went on, then he came out with that. He outformed the CIA that took him out and they hired hitmen from all over the world, assassins from all over the world. And they had them all, whatever, uh, Kevin Costner did a, a movie on Kennedy. If you ever find it, it's amazing how true to life he he depicted the facts that he he collected and what he did. It's amazing, totally amazing. And the 
the archives are supposed to be releasing the information on John F. Kennedy. It's a 50-year time frame, has more than passed, yet you cannot open those files. Makes you wonder, makes you wonder, what what were they hiding back then? You know. So uh, do you recommend any solutions in terms of clothing or shielding from the government scalar wave? Scalar waves, there's nothing that's going to stop those. That's on that's on the terahertz bandwidth. Bandwidth, you can only wear you can only make stuff that I've shown you on the bit shoot, you know, to act create a deflection. Copper will deflect it to some level, but it'll go through that. You know, basically all you can do is soften the blow. You're outside. If you cover your head, your face is exposed. Your clothing, it goes through anything you're wearing. So you pretty much have to basically discharge when you get back home. Or unless you've got some kind of grounding set up in the car and where you can, uh, again, discharge. Uh, yep. Yep. So, like I said, a lot of things, a lot of things, you know, we've been in a totalitarian system for quite some time. Okay. We've been in a totalitarian system for quite some time. The medical system is a complete totalitarian system. The doctors in the system cannot speak out because they're afraid of losing their licenses. Okay, so when I hear a doctor speaking out, unless she's protected by some government agency or the almighty, you know, the, the any anybody that has spoken out in Canada that's a doctor has lost their license. A lot of American doctors have lost their licenses to practice because they went against the narrative. So I'm, when I see some of them coming out here and talking, the, the shit they talk, you know, most of that is just bullshit. You know, like I said, none of them got it right yet. Um, uh, well, what? that's a good question. What books would you recommend for herbs and supplements? Um, that's a real hard one to tell you because Majority of the books you're getting today are 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 um, cream puff. I call it cream puff books. They will tell you that this herb will give you a 20 foot long dong. The other one will tell you that you'll get 90 foot long boobs. The other one will tell you that it, you know this is because the, this is the theme of the day, right? We're going to talk about uh, uh, it. Usually, all leads to sex and performance, or you're going to have a good looking body or whatever. Uh, any book you find that's giving you remedies and giving you how to make them would be a good book, generally speaking, generally speaking. But the problem with those books, most of those books today, a lot of them, the stuff doesn't work like it used to, primarily because we're in a different environment today. And a lot of those things that you used back in the day, like 50 years ago, worked well because you're dealing with normal biology got hit with a flu, you got hit with a uh, indigestion, you got hit with some sort of uh, arthritic issue. Again, a lot of times, again, the epigenetics was still there, but it was not synthetic. So now you're dealing with a um, operating systems that have been included in these pathogens, which makes them different. So you got to start thinking, in, again, along those lines. I still would say, probably tell you to get the... Um, the Practice of Aromatherapy by uh, Jean Valnay. 
that one has as is probably one of the best books you're ever going to get in how to actually apply the essential oils to, to take them orally because the rest of them are going to tell you it's all they're all dangerous and you shouldn't take them orally and blah 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 those ones are full of shit and i wouldn't waste my money on um uh there's one that's written by um forget the name of it right off the bat but god's in the chemistry and the the thing about that particular book is it gives you the chemical breakdown of all the essential oils doesn't give you any kind of of uh usage in regarding to how to apply them but it does give you what they have and what they're comprised of so in that regard it's a good book so they got books that will give you the compositions of these things you're going to use and the right and the ratios that they have them in now everything you're going to be using is going to be compromised unless you start making your own stuff and growing it yourself and extracting these things yourself okay so you have to keep that in mind as well um herbal books the best one i've ever seen uh in english is culpepper uh, he was a 12th century alchemist now he gets into the more elaborate detail about when to harvest the herbs in order to have the properties that they have because the energies of that herb will be at a specific point in time uh either day or night full moon half moon whatever um will will create a dynamic on that plant to produce a specific chemical now some of that is probably right but no one's going to have that kind of time to be that elaborate so but he gives you formulas shows you how to make them uh I'll give you an example the one formula that i shared with everybody is to combine comfrey root they'll tell you that's all dangerous comfrey roots will destroy your liver and it's going to be dangerous oh dangerous don't use comfrey comfrey root is one of the most healing plants you can use out there bar none and if you apply it correctly there's no danger and you'd have to eat tons of this shit. this is the other thing you gotta look at too when they tell you that some herb is going to be uh some uh herb is going to be um dangerous shouldn't use this herb. i get it all the time you know well what about this and what about that and then i this is where you have to know and then where you have to look at the LDS, the uh, the uh, yeah, the LDS. I think it's the LDS. The um, yeah, what is it? It's shit. I, it slipped my head. Okay, what it is is basically they rate everything you're using. For instance, borax. They tell you borax is dangerous and dangerous and dangerous. You'd have to eat so many grams of borax, or like we're talking like fifty to hundred grams per kilogram of body weight in order for that to be dangerous in order for that to be causing you any kind of problem but okay in australia i've heard some quack down there saying how borax was dangerous and can affect your dna and blah da, dee, and blah da, da. and i thought to myself what a freaking idiot um yeah you know the the that's the thing you got to understand the boogeyman isn't a boogeyman until the boogeyman becomes more than you should be using you get into the and again in our bodies we don't need a whole lot to get an effect you know and okay you look at um selenium okay 
in the doses they're giving you, 200 micrograms, is it's nothing. Now, there was a Dr. Vici that was actually giving people up to 700 milligrams, milligrams. But he made it in such a way that it wouldn't hurt you. And it would deal with the STD that they called AIDS, which isn't, which isn't AIDS at all. It's some bioweapon they created that they targeted specifically the uh, gay population. Uh, so, again, when you're looking at, at books to get, those are the two I usually advocate heavily. I got, um, I believe, in the Ice Drive. Ice Drive basically is a, um, a cloud um, page, and um, I'd have to send you the link. And then when you open up the link, there's a slew of information there. I posted it on the shows some time ago because I saw, again, where, where we were going here. Um, so, you know, if you haven't got it, go get those books, you know. I'm going to probably put out another one with um, gener generators and power supplies so that everyone can have the capacity to, again, they shut down your hydro. How are you going to see? How are you going to see? If you're in the winter months like I am right now, how are you going to heat your house? You have no hydro. You can't even turn on this furnace. So, the, I, again, and, and in the summer months, you know, you, you can buy these little small portable air conditioners that you can you know, have running around you that have a certain radius of, of cold air they put out there. And, again, uh, or if you have fans, how are you going to run your fans without power? So, again, these are things we all have to start thinking of. You know, remember, remember, um, your environment will make or break you. Okay. Your environment will make or break you. You know, so the, uh, the concept here <clears throat> in regarding to uh, not survive, and you got to quit thinking of, I'm going to survive. F that. You want to thrive. You want to look, everyone around you that has bought into the Kool-Aid that's still going to stay in the, within the system are only going to be surviving at best, barely surviving, you know? And, um, when we're looking at, um, the agenda there and putting people in the jail, it's going to be a lot easier to target somebody within that 15 minute city with a frequency to take them out. And if you're out in the middle of nowhere, they got to go look for you. If it's too inconvenient, they probably won't even bother with you. They'll probably have some robot track you. If they've got your DNA, that robot will eventually find you because it will uh, um, send out frequencies to pick up on your DNA. Because your DNA is a, resonant, is a resonant antenna. It does emit a frequency, even without all the shit. And the more of the nanotechnology you get out of your body, the less you resonate. So if you're in the middle of nowhere, you know, and you're living in a shielded area where there's a lot of iron and copper, it's going to be very difficult to zero in on you. It doesn't mean they can't. It just means it's just going to make it more challenging for them. You know, and their, and their technology is very sophisticated. You know, very sophisticated. So, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe uh, H... Maybe the Aussies will get pissed off enough and they'll hang the parliament. Maybe. 
that's my dream here in Canada. <laughs> you know, that's my dream here in Canada, that eventually Canadians will be uh, pissed off enough that we'll hang Parliament. All of them. Every one of them. Because they're all, you know, when I always say uh, when Klaus Schwab, and this is going to be crude, so very salt to the earth here. When Klaus Schwab said he penetrated them, I think not only did he, he jam it into them, but I think he broke it off in their ass, basically. That's my my uh, take on it. You know, and the problem is we can't, there are no politicians that are going to stand up to it because if they do, they, they'll be out. You know, the bankers, the uh, corporations, the alliances will have them removed. And they'll never have another political political career again. Um, so, well, you know what, Waldo, get away from the mobile apps. That's a tracking device. And any information you have on it that might be pertinent is going to raise a red flag and you're going to get targeted. Okay. Have everything on a computer, on a backup drive. So if you have to, if you do decide to leave and go off grid, all this is a simple pop out the, uh, pop out the drive. And you got the data with you, bring a laptop because you can run that on DC. Disengage anything that has to do with uh, internet, no internet access. And now you have a database for your own personal use. And if you can get enough paper, start again, you know, printing this stuff out, creating your own books. You know, uh, the only drawback with that is if the books get damaged or screwed. And the other thing you could also do is put everything on a, on a DVD disc. DVD disc is not affected by uh, electromagnetic waves. Unfortunately, your computer is. So you're going to have to find something other than a computer to be able to read the disc just in case something goes wrong. Mm. You know, um, so we're no longer going to be using technology, not the way we're using it today. You know, so... You know, we, we're in a, again, we're not, we're, is copper one more bioavailable than copper two? What are you talking about? Copper one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, is it worth throwing away the passport or cash because they have, no, don't throw them away. Use them right now for, for um, getting what you need. Get whatever you need with what you know what you have. I mean, have some some around so that if you need to get out, get out of Dodge, you can you can go. You know, right now use the tools you have available because eventually those tools will be taken from you anyway. But right now, if you need to go buy a gun and bullets, go buy them. If you need to buy seed that hasn't been genetically engineered or heritage seeds, go buy them. You know, if you need to buy generators alternate get alternators because alternators you can power a house with them you remove the rectifier and you got ac so um you know uh, the point i'm trying to get at while you in while you have what you have available stock up on alcohol stock up on vodka and rum you know stock up on brandy the reason why you want to stock up on rum and vodka or, or uh, if you're down in the U.S., Everclear, I'd be getting a lot of Everclear because these things you can use to make extractions with. You're not to drink the shit, but to 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 use it for um, making your own uh, botanicals. You know, 
get a get a uh, hot plate so that you can again concentrate the extreme. Like I said, start thinking in terms of okay, if I get sick, I can't rely on the medical field. Excuse me, medical field. If I go to the medical field, I'll just take my ass out or give me a drug, take me out. You know. Well, you're not fighting a losing battle. You're fighting an o- you're fighting overwhelming odds. That's for sure. But it's not a losing battle until you until you cave in. You know, um, I don't see. I look at it this way. This is this is my take on it. The Earth is a shithole, and we're down here to expunge shit out of our bodies. That's how I look at the toilet bowl. Call it a toilet bowl. We're being prepared for a new life in a new heaven and a new earth. That's how I'm looking at it. So, shit isn't going with us to the next life. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. That's what it says. So, we're not going to take our bodies, anything with us from this reality to the next one. It's just not going to happen. So, what we're doing in this life right now is being prepared to go to the next level of evolution. God's evolution. Okay. I'll put it to you in that that terminology. So, it's not that we're fighting a losing battle. We're being prepared for a better place to go to. That's how we have to look at it. You know, this is a shithole. There's nothing in this planet that is working the way it's supposed to because those who are running this planet ha- is basically running an inverted reality. We are living on the bizarro world. Okay. When you look at the old DC comics, DC had a bizarro world that reflected the earth. It was a square planet. Everything was backwards. You had a bizarro Superman that had the powers of Superman, but he, again, his thinking was destroy everything, where the other one was, was, was to protect everything. So we're living in that bizarro planet. I often think we're living in a parallel universe. That's what I think. You know, and the real Earth is, you know, we're parallel to it. Mm. And everything on it. Look, the medical field doesn't cure. Okay, that's already a bizarro experience. They don't cure nothing. They haven't cured anything. Nothing, you know, so yeah, stuff like that. I don't see a problem with because you're, again, you're, you're uh, using that to find out what's wrong with you, but then you take care of it yourself. Right. Did you know the Russian commercials asking American patriots to join with them and fight against the evil? I heard Putin's speech in the beginning of fall. I know he once was a young globalist and very, and, uh, and various things, but what he said to the U S it's true. I'm curious how this will pan out. Um, what they have done with Russia is an atrocity. Russia did nothing. Okay, All Russia wanted to do is be a Thomas and not part of this new world order. But according to Klaus Schwab, he's still part of the WEF. So I don't know for sure, for sure, for sure what's going on there. Now, I've heard, like, or read rather, that Putin's dead. That they took him out. And what we're seeing is a robotoid. Again, I do not know for sure that's true either. But this war, if if Americans looked at Russia and looked at the military bases surrounding Russia, you could understand their apprehension if the Ukraine gets into the U, into the UN. You now have the belly of the beast right at your right up your ass basically and the crap that's been going on through the ukraine and russia being involved as well china the united states all the superpowers germany 
uh, the UK, France, all this shit that they've been running through, all the experiments that they've been doing over there, you know, uh, you can understand the apprehension there. <clears throat> China and Russia, okay, allowed the U.S. to go into Afghanistan to go after the so-called terrorists that, that destroyed, again, it was all a front. China wanted the U.S. in there to restore the poppy seed production to supply China with poppy seed. That's what that was all about. And Russia wanted the uranium out of the, out of Afghanistan. So they cut a deal. And the United States wanted the oil. They wanted to maintain their dollars, so they had to have the oil there and control the oil. So we're, we're again, when you look at the behind-the-scenes deals that were cut to make Afghanistan a uh, military occupation, it's it's you know it's all business. It's all about business. It's not about democracy. It's not about terrorism. The United States collapsed uh, the Twin Towers, or maybe the Zionists did, co uh, collapsed the Twin Towers. That wasn't some, you know, terrorist group that flew an airplane into the, And then there's proof now that it would never even happened. The airplane thing was all video. That was done for the major population to, to see. They did a demolition. And again, you can see that was a demolition just by the way the building fell. That airplane that hit the Twin Towers, supposedly hit the Twin Towers, should not have brought it down. I did the research shortly thereafter, and I was looking at airplane crashes that hit high rises like that, you know, and you only lose 10 feet above and 10 feet below because the, stru the structure steel they have could take an impact of a jet airplane. So all that was just bullshit. Everything was bullshit. And it gave the American public, it made the American public go along with the idea that we need to go after those terrorists that killed all those people. They did the same thing in Hawaii. You know, and I, and I, and I can't find that video. It's so buried somewhere. It's not even funny. But the video was uh, in search of by Leonard Nimoy. And I talked about this and other people have tried to find the video and they can't find it. And I remember this because at that time I was a young teenager. And I watched the program, and Leonard Nimoy was talking about Hawaii and how what really happened in Hawaii is that it was rumored that the Chinese, the Americans, and the Brits got together to get America into the war because at that time, you have to remember, America was a neutral country. It wasn't in the war. It was supplying Germany with whatever it needed. Well, that war was going on. Ford made millions. So did GM. So did Chrysler, which was called Opel. So was General Tire and General Electric. They gave Hitler everything he needed. The generators, the fuel, the raw material, the factories, everything. You'll find in some videos where Ford is standing with Hitler and they got the hood of a, of a Jeep or tank or something. And inside you see the engine saying Ford MH, FMC, Ford Motor Company. And Hitler shaking his hand. So according to that resource, what happened was the British painted airplanes to look like they were Japanese and that Chinese fighters fly and bomb Pearl Harbor. That's what got them into the war. And, and Roosevelt and or it was Eisenhower, one of the two, were in on it. They were all in on it. Same thing happened with the Twin Towers. They created this illusion on television that they were hit by, by the uh, terrorist groups, which the United States had hired. 
to bring down the Twin Towers. And those that were owning the Twin Towers had huge insurance policies put on the Twin Towers the week of that, of that incident. So they had inside information. So it makes you wonder if there was a Zionist uh, protocol involved there. Again, that's not being anti-Semitic because uh, the Zionists or <clears throat> sorry, the Zionists own control the military in the U.S. And the computers. They brought it down. Then you had Bush in the, in the school <laughs> students while that was going on. All Masonic, Masonic to the core. And that's what got us over there in the, in, in, in the, in the throes of Afghanistan. So they could keep on running the poppy, poppy uh, uh, production for China and the uranium for Russia. So you got to kind of wonder, you know, what, what are we seeing? Theater. Theater. So, again, I, I think what's going on, and, I, and I'm not saying right now Putin's completely blameless here. You know, but this bullshit with Ukraine and them isolating uh, Putin, again, it's the same thing they did to Hitler. First, Hitler was a hero. And then Hitler had a thriving economy. You know, in five years, he turned their economy from the worst economy in the world to the best one. It was better than America, better than Russia, better than UK, better than anybody. And if you look at pictures of Germany at the time, okay, the Germans lived like we lived. They had the big cars. They were dressed to the nines. The women looked good. The men were handsome. They, they, they had uh, a downtown shopping. You know, it was a thriving, robust economy. Businesses were popping up everywhere. Then what happened? You know, then uh, uh, Churchill kept on, you know, demonizing Hitler. Same with, with the goofball we got in Washington now. Demonizing Putin. He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. And the, and the, and the European Union is going along with it, which I don't understand that at all. You know, but anyway, things have changed. The evil has taken over in government. You know, <clears throat> the evil has taken over in government. So that, and that's where it's at. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, see why I'm curious. Did he call, cut all ties with the WF? I know NATO will lose. <clears throat> I agree with Putin, but that's, I don't think Putin will lose. I really don't. Um, they'll do to him what they did to Hitler. They will have people on the inside in his circle, and one of them will take him out. Now, I've already read that that may have already happened, and what we got is some damn clone or robotoid. So, because you don't see him making speeches like he was doing before, they're few and far between. So, whoever's running uh, the Kremlin right now, who knows? Uh, and there was reported uh, during the Second World War that Stalin got sick and they sent a congressman from the United States to Russia because the Russian military was so fragmented. It wasn't supposed, it, 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 he made them, the, the congressman made them a military power. And then when the war was over, Stalin came back. <laughs> I read that somewhere too. So, like I said, it's all it's all smoke and mirror. Nothing we're seeing is real. 
It's all, it's all theater. And it's all designed to get us into a position or situation where they can now dominate uh, and bring on this global agenda that they've been wanting to do. But it doesn't matter. It seems like no matter who's ever, whoever was a conqueror, got to jump on everybody but eventually they fell every conqueror has fallen the only one that has conquered the world was napoleon and he and he only had it for a day you know uh well mr bean i wouldn't say that either the um there's an african group i think they were in nigeria that caught the taliban they actually caught them and they contacted Washington and asked them what did they want them to do with the Taliban. They caught Obama, Bin Laden, and his group, supposedly, according to the article. Washington responded by saying, let them go. They had already caught them. They knew exactly where they were. They knew exactly where they were heading. That was all that, that, that path for them to, to leave was all well-planned and designed. Like I said, you can't buy into the narrative on television it's all bullshit all of it the news is not news news is soap opera they're reading off of a script and they're all and if you ever go online and you look at uh i forget what it's called but if you look at all the news in the united states all of it they're all reading from the exact same script every one of them are reading the exact same bullshit they were complaining about the Russians back in the 60s, you know, with the television, with uh, Aldous Huxley, how they were barraging people with the same message day in and day out. They're doing it to Americans. They're doing it to Canadians and the Europeans. Same bullshit. All these things that they were blaming the Russians doing, we're doing it here and we're doing it better. How I mean, how do you figure the population of North America ran to get these bloody bioweapons inserted into them. Untested bioweapons. Pushed because of an emergency act. Pushed because of a boogeyman that didn't exist. So, again, um, we're not, we're not, we're not being told the truth on any level here. I don't watch the news. I think it's a joke. I, I, I once in a while watch Tucker. He's another entertainer. He's not giving you anything either. He's just, uh, again, he's a distraction. He's a high-paid uh, commercial is what he is. And basically, he's telling us what we already know and feel. He's not giving you any solutions. He's not talking about it. He's just, criti he's just being critical of the establishment. Nothing's changed. You know, all of it, all, all uh, anything you're watching on the television, believe the opposite. It's just like if a doctor tells you, you know, cholesterol is going to kill you, believe the opposite. Cholesterol doesn't kill you. If it killed you, you wouldn't be producing it. What's killing you is what is what additives and what crap they're putting into food to cause cancer. That's what's killing you. Or putting something in the, in the food supply to disrupt the pancreas. That's what's killing you. Or putting something inside the food that's going to damage your colon. That's what's killing you. Cancers are nothing but epigenetics. That's all it is. Stop the influx of whatever you're taking that's causing the cancer. And guess what? You don't get it anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was all theater. 
That was a demolition. How is it that the third building fell all by itself? <laughs> I asked it on one, on one channel and I got assaulted and attacked. I said, all I've asked is, okay, you've seen the first two get hit by an airplane. Okay, so you can arguably say the airplane may have caused a demolition effect. But the third one, it came down like a demolition. They all did. You know, so like I said, when I when I first saw it, um, I said this before, I was on my way home from a mall and I met one of the customers we had in the bus and she was white as a ghost. I said, what's wrong with you? She says, did you hear? I, said, I hear what? She said, the United States got attacked. I said, oh, bullshit. She says, no, it's true. They got attacked. The Twin Towers went down. So when I, when I got home, I um, turned on the television and I saw everything being shown on all, all the networks. I shut it off. I didn't pay attention to it. I go into this Chaldean uh, store. All these Chaldeans, these Iraqis are standing there. They're freaking out because they're afraid now Canadians are going to kill them for what happened. So I'm watching this thing and I see it. I said, holy shit, that's a demolition. They didn't know what it meant. So I had to explain to them. I said, well, demolition is how they bring a building. And also how it, it didn't, the airplane hit it and didn't go sideways. It came straight down. I said, and it came straight down a half hour after the plane hit it. And then you hear reports of all these explosions. So when it came straight down, so I had to explain that was a demolition. The plane didn't do that. And it probably was a remote control airplane that they had that they just flew directly into into the building. So anyway, like I said, it's all bullshit. Um, well, America's America cannot thrive without a war. Gulf eyes. America cannot thrive without a war. Its solution to a lagging economy is to start a war somewhere. The military industrial complex gets all these this funding from uh, black op money that they have. They build some of the most sophisticated uh, methods to destroy the planet, just like they're doing right now with this bioweaponry integrated with nanotechnology. You know, an AI now producing over 40,000 proteins that they can use to, bio, to weaponize anything anywhere. Uh, it can create now... Uh, 20 amino acids over 300 different types of to the 300th power of combinations that can, you know, literally re rewrite creation. So this is so sophisticated. This is worse than any nuclear bomb. Nuclear bombs, I believe, my my opinion, again, is my opinion, not, again, thus say it the Lord, my opinion is that the nuclear bombs are there so if something goes terribly wrong with the biogenetics uh, or the nanogenetics that they're producing, they will drop a nuke and burn everything to the ground, <clears throat> destroying everything. So there's no trace of anything. And to stop any real outbreak, they can get away from their experiment. That's my opinion. You know, the, these weapons were never designed for war. They were designed for something else, you know, uh, either to self-destruct or to uh render something that they've done completely neutral uh there were reports coming out of the tomb of gilgamesh who was a babylonian nimrod early in 2203 a few months later us uk invaded iraq just to get the stargates wormhole point and the bomb and the tomb of nimrod yeah that that may be true that may very well be true um, 
Uh, I feel that the elite already are united. I don't know if they're united. I think they're more of a, they're allied right now because even among them, they fight. I've read that too, that they, they're, each of them are vying for power to be on top. But at, at this point in time, they're all united <clears throat> to decimate us. So that, that I've read too. Um, uh, well, Churchill was, he was a smart dumbass, you know, because it's, it's the same thing. It, he did the same propaganda in the UK that um, um, Eisenhower did in the United States and what's going on today. He got everybody in the UK to look at Hitler as the bad guy. And the UK was starving to death. They had no resources. They were broke. And uh, instead of dealing with their government, he, they, again, it created a distraction to um, um, redirect their attention to, to a bad guy. Even though it didn't solve anything in the UK, that it's what they did. Uh, let's see here. So... No, that was a missile. The, the, that wasn't a plane. That was a missile. Hi, Tony. FYI, I'm still getting in. Check your spam because you're you're on the uh, you're on the list. So you're not getting them. Then check your spam because uh, I did check and you you are on the list. So okay, last yesterday's show, I didn't get. I I had problems with my system, so um, shouldn't get it. Okay, golf eyes. I did hit the invite, so I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, there we are. Okay, you're on there. Hey, how are you doing, Tony? Good. Um, what's, up? What's, up? what's up? Well, I, I was trying to hit send for a comment, so I apologize for hitting the call button. Well, now you're on the air. What do you got to say? <laughs> you know, I mentioned on the news to the camp that they're trying to put Texas Gulf Coast, and uh, there was a lot of weird stuff that you're you're breaking you're breaking up, guys. Okay, can you hear me a little better? Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me let me walk outside, um, because we're surrounded by towers since we have all these industries here. One second. Um, get over here. Now you sound good. Okay, yeah, I got to get out of the, that area. Um, so I, I told you how um, I was going to go to the news and, and talk to the news so that people would become aware of what was happening down here in uh, the Texas Gulf Coast, and it had to do with the LNG. Well, that night after I had talked on the you know, I had a two-hour interview, and I only used 15 seconds of it because I mentioned the World Economic Forum. Um, so they took all of it out. We received the, a text through just this town. There's about 10,000 people here. And mind you, I'm right in Corpus Christi. And I don't know if a lot of people are paying attention to Corpus right now. But it is controlled by Corpus Christi, who, is, uh, who came from one of the, the, three, one of the main guys, came from... Um, California with Gavin Newsom's failed policies and, and pushing this crap green new energy. And we've got a lot of conservation here. I'm trying to explain to them, hey, this is not clean, green, 
at all. This is a pig with freaking lipstick on, and you need to pay attention. So I try to bring people's attention to the texts we received, and most of them down here, this part of Texas is very lackadaisical. They really don't pay a lot of attention. I mean, I've got a few hard patriots, maybe 190 out of 10,000 people. And I opened this text up, and it says to go answer this survey. And I was curious. So I was like, okay. So I opened up this survey, and I could not believe my soul. Um, so it asked about um, how do you feel about you know, green energy and whatnot, and then your wind turbines. Mind you, the wind turbines down here, they don't do squat. And they freeze up really easily, and they break. And it—I mean, it's just a—it's a waste, a complete joke. So all of us know that. And so one of the questions was, "Where we'll be bringing to the San Francisco County carbon sequestration? Carbon sequestration, uh, basically pulling carbon out of the air, putting it in tanks underground." And I went, "Holy crap! Do you understand, people? Do you understand what this means?" And they're already doing this in the middle of, of the United States. I was like, essentially, you're going to do reverse uh, terraforming around here. I go, we we have nothing but crops down here. So they had that they had that question on there. And I was trying to point to people open up this this uh, this text. You've got to read all these questions that they have. All of it was we're hearing from the World Economic Forum, which scared the hell out of me. Because right now, this small little area of Texas is the queen on the chessboard. And people are none the wiser. They've got rose-colored glasses on. I mean, I've got people like had signs of Beto in their yard. And I said, do you know who that little SOB is? He's part of the Young Globalist. I said, you're not going to California, Texas, and we're going to push back harder. So right now, I've been fighting these industries with just a handful of people and it, it looks like I'm at a losing battle. And I said, we've lost this part of Texas. They, this will turn into an industrial wasteland. They they have done, and it's sad. It's really sad because these people that are part of it are Texans, and they just sold us down the river. So um, that's what I, you, you'd asked me to send you, uh, you know, the clips of, of the interview. But hell, Tony, they, they cut damn near everything out. All, all they got was anything, just leave the property alone. Just leave it alone. That's all they took. <laughs> and, I, and I laughed and I asked the girl and I said, you realize you're an affiliate with CNN, right? No, really? And I went, you're, are you kidding me? <laughs> I said, everything I'm telling you right now, they don't want you to know. And, and I was being facetious because some of the people in the town started doing the Greta Thunberg to me. How dare you? How dare you fight against the people in our town, our elected officials that have been here for a hundred of years, and, and they bleed blue like the color of our team. And I said, those sons of bitches sold you out, you dumbass. And she goes, oh, I love Greta Thunberg. I go, I go, what? <laughs> I go, are you kidding me? I said, do you realize what they've done to that kid? I go, that kid didn't come with any of this crap. That's your parents. And, and the other elitists. I said, don't. I go, she's flying around in a jet airplane, riding on yachts. I said, she's got the biggest carbon footprint for a 16-year-old I've ever seen. I said, you do realize that we're, we're going to be taxed on these, these carbon footprints. I go, you need to start doing your research, sweetheart. 
I understand this is a job, but if you want to be a real investigative reporter that people will take seriously, get out of this company and, and go look for some others. You'll be heard. Trust me. So yeah, but that, that, that'll never happen. That's never going to happen. Same thing happened to me when he did the interview. I had uh, CBC and CTV, which are the two largest networks in Canada. And I had like six seconds on the CBC and all they showed was me having a reaction and CTV actually allowed me to get out the fact that these vaccines would jump from person to person. And that was it. And that's all I wanted to do. And I knew I was going to take a shot, but I took the shot in order to get a bigger shot out. But the, but that was it. And then after that, they wanted to interview me again. I said, I told them basically to F off. I'm not interested. The, the people that work for these networks, they, they have to be um, basically uh, insensitive to, to facts and reality, you know, because that's because the narrative is out here. Basically, if it's not just happening in Texas. It's everywhere. You know, we're, now we're having smart cities and now we have validation that the, uh, there was one <clears throat> going to be 30 minutes away from me. Edmonton's engaging it already. So. And again, we have a premier or like he's like she's like a governor of the U.S. in the U.S. state that has been elected because she was supposed to be a better representation of the people. Again, another bunch, another bunch of bullshit. We're hearing now about DeSantis and, how, and the bill he signed that the they can still force vaccinations on the people of Florida. So he's not it, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. You know, they, people still believe that Trump is going to save them down there. He's the one that released the bioweapon across America. And that's what I was telling my Patriots group. I said, you know, I, I was for him and I pushed hard for him. I said, but the further I go down into this and, and I have I have shown as much as 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 I can. And I, I had to create a telegram page to go tell people, OK, here's this video podcast go over here and listen to it because facebook wouldn't even let me write some people's names down they would just delete it before i could even post it it would say you know like a sorry you can't write this and the sad thing about texas is that yes the, you know they talk about how you know we're patriots and remember the alamo and, and san jacinto and and i'm sitting there going you know y'all aren't fighting anymore what happened to you guys you're believing the government you're taking their hands out their handout and you're sitting there you're taking the shots i warned you now look at all the death that's surrounding us look at our kids that are, that are sick and they've got these rose colored glasses and i'm going listen to me damn it you know don't take any more anything from these people i promise you this is a death sentence and if you don't open your eyes up now i go if this didn't show you right here that i just correlated what the World Economic Forum wants to do by pushing us out of rural Texas into smart cities, if you can't see the correlation that they're also the ones that propagated this, this stuff, whatever this is, an injection, and if you can't see that by now, I can't help you. I'm trying. And then I had them arguing with me about the, the 5G towers because they put one by my house, and I said, do you realize what that is? I go, that's not even 5G, for God's sake, folks. And they're trying to say, one guy went, well, I work with, you know, something cellular. And I go, then you are not up the food chain, bud, because you have no idea what you're talking about. So, well, that, you know what? I, I had, this, I had, I had a correspondence with another so-called activist out west, and she's actually advocating artists and his venom bullshit. 
And I told her, I said, open your eyes. He says, he's part of the game. He says, there is no venom. It's a frequency that they're activating in people to pr produce this venom frequency because that's all it takes today. You don't even have to have a real pathogen. And another person said that she could actually pick it up on a device that she was seeing snake venom, but it, there's no snake venom. So, no, and no. it's all, and, they, and they said people are dying from these shots, not because of a snake venom, because the DNA is being completely destroyed. I said, this guy still has his license to practice medicine. So how is that possible for him to be able to go out there and advocate the bullshit he's advocating and still be able to maintain his license? Unless what he's advocating is nothing but horseshit. So they you let him get away with it. He's a chiropractor. You know that, right? The yeah, guy pushing um, yeah, He's a freaking chiropractor. And I was like, well, he's not even a virologist. He's not a scientist. No, so why are you no. listening to him? Well, that's and what I mean. But you got a lot of people that are looking for this, uh, the great white hope. The great white hope, <laughs> you know, and uh, well, like, like Trump. Now things are coming out about Trump. I see him do one interview saying he saved a hundred million people, and I'm thinking oh, to myself, God. this is reverse speech because what he's saying is he's killed 240 million to save a hundred million. Exactly. That's exactly. what he's done. Right now, this is this is where we're at in my in my household, you know, because I, you know, we've got Exxon Mobil, we have Chenier, LNG, we've got some other weird uh, LNG groups trying to pop in here, and I'm like, those are shells for Chenier because they don't want to be seen as a monopoly. And I'm looking at my husband, and my husband unfortunately works there. He's been in, in oil industry since he got out of high school, and he's you know, almost sixty now. And, I, and I'm looking at his health, and I'm like, look, if this is affecting, he also destroyed biological and chemical warheads for our country, so he knows a lot of this stuff, and when someone was wearing their mask, I refused. I wouldn't let the children do it. He had to do it for work, and I was trying to tell people, I was like, look, do you not understand? I, I showed a picture, too. I said, here's a picture of my husband, with, with, and, and he's with dealing with biological weapons, which this is what it is. And I said, he is in a moon suit, okay, with an oxygen tank. That's the only way to protect you from this, you know, scary, you know, boogie boo. I said, that mask and doing new crap. I had, I mean, I had people yelling at me in my face, like 500 pound woman got out of her little push cart thing, HEB, which is our local grocery store in, the, in Texas. She could, she was wobbling up to me. Her mask was soiled, screaming in my face that I was going to kill her. And I said, I'm not the one that's killing you, honey. You're killing yourself. And we still do have a constitution. And this is a mandate. It's in the law. And I'm not going on. I go, so please go sit back down. Stay. If I scare you so much, do not come close to me then. You have your space. I have my space. I had another man call the police on me. He had on three masks. And I had to go to Walmart. And I took my kids because, and it was February, and my girl's birthdays are this month. And so the little one was four at the time. Yes, we have late in life babies, I know. The, the little one was, was four at the time. The other one was 13. And this man comes up to us. I mean, you know those oh, those aisles are huge and wide, and I'm getting a pinata and, and all that other stuff. And he comes up and he starts saying that he's going to call the police on me. And, you know, my oldest, uh, we're a big family. My husband's 6'6", six, six and yeah, I'm 5'10", so my children are, are, are taller. And so he's yelling at him. It's scaring the baby, and he's going to call the police. And I said, well, go right ahead. 
So dispatch gets on the phone and says, sir, we're not going to send police over there because she's not wearing a mask. This is still America. And if it, if you're that frightened, then you need to move away from her. And I started laughing. I was like, ha ha. <laughs> I was yeah. like, why don't you sit on down, get away from us. But sadly, a lot of this part of Texas, because I guess they did the demographics and, and you'll notice, you know, that the demographics will lean more left. Um, Sadly, because they're fooled, they bought into this 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 injection hook, line, and sinker. I'm still they're wearing their mask again today, and I pick up my kid from school, and and she's like, "Mama, do I have the COVID?" And I said, "You don't have COVID. I said, Anything that you get is called a cold or a flu. You understand, mommy? And you tell your teacher that mama said there's no such thing as the word COVID. Look it up. Understand you have a cold, allergies or some sort of a, a bug. Okay, let's stop scaring the children like this. I'm very vocal, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, I, I always tell people it's impossible to catch an acronym. You know, certification, <laughs> certification of vaccination identification, that's what COVID stands for. Just like yeah. AIDS, there was no AIDS, never was. AIDS is another acronym if you really break it down into layman's terms. Acquired immune deficiency syndrome means you're sick. That's all it means. So they had they had a, they played a word game to get everybody believing in some myth or some fairy tale that they were dying from an acronym. Now, exactly. AIDS the AIDS component is a bioweapon they created in a lab, which they released on the gay population, which they released on the ethnic population to to run their experiments. But and then at the beginning. They were saying even that HIV caused AIDS. HIV does not cause AIDS. That's been proven by universities across the United States. It's, it's a completely different. HIV, we all have it, but we have an immunoglobin that keeps it under wraps so it doesn't affect us. But you knock out that immunoglobin is what the bioweapon does. Then the HIV will, will manifest in the person's body. Restore the immunoglobin and it goes away. It's that simple. But again... They got everyone believing in the mythos on television mm -hmm. that these things are going to be problematic. They can be if they're left unchecked, just like any other thing that we may be carrying in our bodies that our immune system is able to suppress and keep in check or to, uh, to, to eliminate. So a lot of the things that we're dealing with primarily are proteins that they have, that have, that they have manipulated the DNA to create a certain problem. That's why these shots... These viruses are manifesting so rapidly is because they're activating a frequency to turn on the program. So now we have, I know where are we at now, the 12th or 13th uh, uh, mutation of this, the original corona, which again came from fish and then bats and bat shit and then some other place. And then we and it manifested into something called Lambda and then became something else and something else and something else. You know, then, then COVID-19 became, um, corona became covid you know, I mean, it's such horseshit, all of it. You know, then it became SARS, COVID. You know, it's it, this. And again, the GP don't have two, not two, they don't have two brain cells to, to create a spark. That's how stupid they are today. That's you know, it can't, and Canada, okay, give you an example. Canada, we got, well, now we're around 27 million people because they were probably wiped out 7 million with these jabs, which again, we're not seeing those numbers being reported. The, the out of 27 million people, we have 5% of the population that still has a functioning brain. The rest of them 
are caught up in, because you have to understand the social medicine that we have here was designed, it's a totalitarian system, just like the pharmaceutical industry, but it was designed to create a dependency on the Canadian medical. So these people have never had anything but a tit in their mouth, and that's all they've ever had. And they're so apathetic here to, again, they don't even see the country being, being eroded with all these new things. And they're entertained by these things that are happening in the country. They think, oh, wow, something new and exciting is happening. They don't realize that this is going to further put them in a state of despondency and dependency on a system that's trying to kill them. They don't get that. And again, for them to even make that connection, that is so advanced in thinking. They'll never get it. Well, that's what my husband said. He goes, you know, I understand how you want to help others. He goes, but Courtney, you're, you're beating your head against the student wall. He goes, they're not getting it and they're not going to get it. He goes, you have to think, because I mean, especially here, this, I mean, we're so close to Mexico and that you, you, we have generations of families on the government pit. And I'm like, Hey, get off of it. You don't want to be on that, but they're the same ones that went ahead and got the shot and pushed it. And well, it's, it's, it's free. It's free money. Yeah, exactly. When they, when they, it's not even enough money anymore. Go into the grocery store here. Now they're complaining. And I was like, well, I told y'all that, and you need to start putting your dollar into something else. It means, look what happened with put our uh, petrol dollar. It's non-existent now. I don't think people are grasping that. No, and the other thing, too, the other thing, too, people are not getting is for them to have the serve that they got, this $1,400 or whatever they gave them, that has to come from somewhere. So where they're going to get that money back is by elevating the cost of your, your, cost of your foods, your cost of everything has to be elevated so they can collect that tax revenue to restore what they pulled out. There's no free ride. No, my so, dad in the 90s, he said there are only going to be two classes. He said there's going to be the, the poor and the rich. He goes, there will be no middle class. And, and I'm watching it right now, and it's happening. And if he were alive today, he'd be like, I told you so. Just well, like, we don't, we're not even going to have two classes. We're only going to have one class. The elite... The elite, the, the elite's the only class you're going to have because the rest are going to be all, 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 all impoverished. There's not going to be two classes. The poor are not considered a class. They're just, they are part of the, the, um, the environment. That's all they are. The poor are nothing but part of the environment. The, the elite are, or not the elite, the, I call them the alliances that are formed. They're the only ones that are going to have a class. And within that class, you're going to have, again, different classes. You're going to have a class that's on the low end, high end, and the middle end. So the rest, all these people on welfare, all these people getting all these social programs, all these people getting anything from the government, they're going to be wiped out. They're going to wipe them out. They are nothing but dead weight. They're considered useless eaters. They're not producing anything except babies. You know, so they've given, them, they've given them the free ride to reproduce. And now, you know, uh, all the problems we have today we're all created by bankers and corporations. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, all back to the beginning of the Americas, you know? Yeah, and and yeah. now we're watching. I mean, we are overrun. People don't seem to, they're, they, they're ignoring it, that we are overrun here at the border. I mean, you see it all the way. I'm just two hours north of Matamoros. And, and but, but what I'm seeing, though, Tony, that is, is very peculiar to me, these aren't, these aren't Mexicans. 
these aren't Guatemalans. I'm seeing Asians. I'm seeing yeah. military-like men. Yeah, it's, yeah. Same, in, same in Canada. Canada goes into these undeveloped countries because they call them third world, but let's call them what they are, undeveloped countries. And they're bringing over all the riffraff and they're, they're, they can come over. Canadians are being kicked out of the jobs and government so they can be replaced by these people. Yep. They give them everything. They give them a house. They give them a, or a townhouse. They give them clothing. They even put money in a bank account for them. They they give them a they give them sort of like a pension that they can. Again, this is all coming out of our pockets. And then they and then when we complain about it, they say we're just spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have enough, we don't have enough jobs here for Canadians of any stripe, French, English, colored, light skin, toned, whatever. And what they're bringing in. They will also give them special loans at a lower interest rate than a Canadian can get. Oh yeah, so, look at Bank of America. Bank of America uh, was look, they were they were they they put it out there that they would give a particular interest rate to minorities, and I went, "Whoa, what did you just say?" And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching the classes divide, and what I'm looking at, I'm waiting for so with the what I mentioned earlier. You know, because of those shots and, and we're talking about the frequencies and turning them up a notch, turning them up a notch. And this is why I'm still kind of watching Putin. And right now it's very, I have to be very careful what I, you know, say to my Patriots groups because they're like, they're, they, some of them are grasping the, the, the situation between Putin and Ukraine as I explained it to them. I was like, look, we, we don't need to be encroaching upon NATO doesn't need to be getting anywhere near Ukraine in Ukraine. I mean, uh, uh, Russia and with Ukraine, they should have, by this point in time, they ought to have old, old streets and houses. How much money have you given them? It's absolutely absurd. But here's my, oh, same, here's same, my same in Canada. We're giving them every time our price of gas goes up in Canada, we produce this shit. Okay. They ship it down to Texas to be refined. Then it's sent back up to us. And we're paying double the, the gas price that you were paying in the U.S. So every yes, time, yes. every time our price of gas goes up, it means that we've given another fucking dollar to the Ukrainian theater that's going on over there. And I'm sure some of that's going into Russia too, to to keep on this drama. They're talking now. They're forecasting that in two years we're going to have a war with China. That means that whatever's gone on with Russia, mm. if it if they haven't been taken out by whatever means you know, through this proxy theater they're doing in the Ukraine, then we may see a, a formation of Russia and China saying we've had enough of this bullshit and now they're going to they're gonna kick back. Right now, China is not getting involved. They're, they're allying themselves with Putin. They, they're lending money and they're trading with each other with their currencies. So what we're seeing today is a new um, financial system coming in and this is why... NATO and the U.S. are opposing this because it's going to weaken their currencies and their control on the planet. So when you're saying, I was this week that uh, China just now made a deal with the new president of Brazil. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 con they're conquering the world through economics. They don't have to use guns and bullets. They're just going in there buying everything and controlling the countries through the economic forces. That's what the United States was doing. Same thing. They just took to what the U.S. was doing. And adopted it. So we're I don't see the US in in the in the picture. The only reason the US won't go down completely because of the sophistication of its weaponry, but they gave that control to Israel, which in my mind is unbelievably fucking stupid. 
Why would you give any country control over your, your weapon, especially the most sophisticated weaponry that you have? You know, that makes no sense. Where, do, where the U.S. right now rules right now is in the air and the airways and the frequencies. They are way ahead of everybody in that regard. But again, um, it's only a matter of time because, again, most Americans are like Canadians. They're, they're, they're fat. They're out of shape. They watch their television. The television tells them what to believe and what bullshit that they should follow. The politicians speak out of both sides of their ass. And they fall for it every time, just like our guy. You know, in Canada, all you have to do is have a guy that looks halfway decent, give him a three-piece suit, have him smile a lot, and he's a complete idiot being controlled by the WEF. And they tell him what to say, what to do, how to do it. He grabs over, gra grabs his ankles, gets it up the ass, and away he goes, and he starts doing the same thing to the rest of the country. And that's how it works here. Yeah, Castro's son. We, we, we know all about that. Sorry, sack of shit. But here's, so here's a question that I have for you, and this is something that that you know it, it came to me when they started talking about you know, our grid, which you know <laughs> is not in the best shape, and even here in Texas because we have ERCOT controlling it. They're not even from; they don't even live in Texas. But so, and and this is where you come in. So, what if Putin was still Putin, and he and he really was what what I'm seeing him as. And he shoot, shoots over EMP over, you know, different parts of the United States. So with your anti-nano bucket, so in my eyes, the way I see it for my, for simplicity for me, because I'm not tech at all. I have to look at my husband for that. I consider what you have, have been, been invented as like an EMP weapon to, for the body. So what if Putin were to do an EMP over the United States? And while he does that, that helps those that got the shot by hopefully dismantling it and simultaneously, you know, taking out you know, the, the really bad evil guys that are in the United States right now. But I still think that China's going to take half of the United States from, you know, uh, the southern states down and Russia's going to take, you know, the, the northern states. So what do you think about that? That's been really, you know, really itching at my mind if he was to hit an EMP in the U.S., the U.S. would retaliate with their space weaponry and take him out just the same way. It would, it, their, the retaliation would still go on. You know, they, they got what they call a dead man switch. So if one side hits the other, it automatically triggers an offensive. So, and a lot of the missiles are shielded from any kind of EMP. So these things would launch all on their own. The, as far as Putin goes, he's never made any advancements on any level to attack any other country. Now, I'm not saying that he doesn't have a military presence in Africa and the Middle East and other places. He does. But again, it's a no-win there. It's a no-win. And the only way the United States will fall, completely fall, is that the military does not engage any defensive action. Yeah, they did. You can blame Trump for that. Yeah, Trump, 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 Trump took out, what, 70% of the military? They're saying now they don't have enough soldiers in, in, uh, in the military that can operate the equipment required to protect the country. I have never seen as much since my kids, been in, the oldest has been in high school. I have never seen so much pushing for the military here in the past few years that I've seen. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you killed the other half of it. So now you want our kids. 
for shit that I'm not interested in. Sorry, bud. This isn't a patriotic country anymore. It's pissing me off. Y'all destroyed it. I feel like Americans, but they don't. But they don't have the grit anymore. If we would, it's not that they don't have the grit. What they're seeing is the operating and the operating system and the program running in. And again, the, as far as patriotism goes, that's all about non-existent in just about every country because they don't want anybody to have an autonomy. That's why Russian Russians are still saying they're pro-Russia, blah blah blah. You know, but when you're looking at it, they don't want that anymore. They don't want that thinking anymore. They want people to think we're all one people. So this is why, okay, uh, last week or the week before, Trudeau, the president of Mexico, and Biden signed some sort of act that basically the United States surrendered their autonomy so that they can form this North American Union. So that means that eventually the borders, this is why the Arizona uh, governor is taking down the uh, the um, containers that they got covering the borders because now if we're one country or one system, Mexicans and Canadians should be able to go back and forth through the United States and vice versa. America should be able to go back and forth through Mexico and Canada without any problems. That's the idea. So you're still going to have you're still going to have the military. The AI pretty much runs the military anyway. So, like I said, and the controls for some of the military stuff is coming out of Israel. So we're you're you're basically the, the North North America again. The way to, the way to win the war today is control the economics. The United States is just too powerful right now economically, and that's the problem. China's surpassing the United States, so it's it's able to do things that the U.S. can no longer do. And the United States is not going to be able to hold on to what what assets they do have. Eventually, you're going to have to do it the Chinese way or it's the highway. That's where that's where it's going. And I see it. I totally see it. That's why you know, that's why that 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 hope of well, what if in it kills me because we've been, I mean, I'm even, I've got Native American ancestry in here. So it kills me to go, is, is America, where should we start looking? Because I don't want my kids raised in this crap. I don't. Well, it ain't going to matter where you go. It's not going to matter where you go. None of our politicians today are poor Americans. Okay, when I did the show on the Dyson and uh, lenses, somebody actually took a, a shot of Congress. And when you look through the lens... Some of those Congress people were not people. They were something else. Yeah, I they, that kind of you kind of sit there and go, "What the? That's well." Like weird. I said, I've been saying this for a long time. We've already been dominated by some external force. Some demonic influence has already uh, taken over. And there've been movies about this. Uh, First Wave talks about this. It was a sci-fi came out in the '90s, late '90s, and talking about how aliens had transported their consciousness in these in these uh, pods. And they built these husks here in the, in, in the planet when they took they were planted in these husks. So the we had already been infiltrated by some alien presence in the sci-fi, from from the local doctor to the local lawyer. The experiments they were doing on people to um, put on a full-fledged invasion, and one guy was not affected. Excuse me. Based on that one guy, they stopped the invasion because they didn't know why he wasn't affected like because everybody else either took their own lives they all committed suicide except this one guy he 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 had to fight in him to fight and rebel against this bullshit for because they took his wife out so that kind of changed his you know his attitude so we're this is what i've seen going on here too i don't even believe half the leaders in the world or even three quarters of the leaders are even people anymore i think there's something else 
Well, so doesn't that tie in with the, the carbon sequestration? I can't pronounce it correctly. I apologize. Well, taking carbon, I mean, to reverse terraform the earth, wouldn't that be more habitable for some freaky race to come in here? Yeah. Not race. Uh, you ever watch Sci-Fi Fringe? Uh, the, oh, the last yeah, season, they had some invading force from the future came in, and they were terraforming the atmosphere so that they could breathe in the atmosphere easier. And it was killing everybody else, but it was allowing them to sustain. So, yeah, a lot of this shit that we're seeing, none of it, none of it, the electric car, that's the stupidest fucking thing yet, causes more pollution than the, than the current automobile. We got plenty of oil. It's not like we're going to run out anytime soon. The car removing carbon from the atmosphere, that means the plant plants, trees, and whatever's left that they haven't genetically engineered or destroyed will not be able to produce the oxygen levels that we need at 20%. We're down to 13%. So we're literally right. suffocating. I literally okay. had to explain that to people. And these are, you know, I'm 47. I was having to explain that to 60-year-olds. And I went... Where's your brain? I mean, did it get sucked out? Do you not understand what happens? When no. You a, lot of six, a lot of 60-year-olds, you got to remember something. I'm in that group. A lot of them back in the, in the 60s and 70s were doing a lot of dope. A lot of it. They were smoking marijuana like there was no tomorrow. They were, they were consuming uh, mescaline and speed and you name it, uh, THC. They were taking this shit like there, it was candy. So a lot of them have brain fry long before they even got into their 30s. So um, I'm, one of the few, I'm one of the few that made it through kind of thing. But I talked to, I, I'll give you an example. I talked about this once before. I was talking about chemtrails and the guy was saying, those are condensation trails. The guy was my age. He says, okay, talk. How old are you? And he says, okay, you and I are the same age. You remember when we were a kid, an airplane would fly and a little steam would come out of the back of the airplane and would break up right away. Yeah. And I said, see these lines? They're not breaking up. They're actually spreading. He thought about it for one second. says, you know what? You're right. He, because he's been so conditioned to, again, from his earlier education, to think that these were condensation trails. But then when I showed him, in, so he could see it in his head, that the air, and the airplanes, when we looked at, when I was a kid, the moon looked like a dime. Like it was way out there size of that thing now i was like are you gonna put a werewolf up there next i mean damn it is huge yeah that's right because that's not the moon yeah, that exactly. is not the moon that's that's a that's a uh, uh what do you call that it's um it's a replication it's not a moon it's not the moon just like the sun it's not the sun we got 300 solar deflectors oh it was the last count i had it's probably a lot more but the sun we're seeing is some sort of uh unit that's creating radiation because when you are out there in it you feel your insides are burning and when you go inside of an air-conditioned home the skin cools off but the inside continues to burn for some time afterwards so you're being microwaved so a lot of the shit that we're dealing with today is just technology hol holograms or whatever so we're no longer we're no longer in our proper environment and we may have shifted into another in another dimension for all we know because again they keep everything covered up well, so here's a perfect example of how much the sun has changed. So I've grown up, you know, all, you know, half of my life by South Padre Island, other half the hill country and in the San Antonio area. Now, growing up on the island, and I'm referring to South Padre Island, you know, I would be out there all day fishing, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm fair skinned, but, you know, I'd burn and then I'd tan and then I'd be okay for the rest of the summer. This past summer, 
we were out and we were in the water and, and, and whatnot. And never in my life have I gotten a burn that has lasted over a week. The heat that emanated from my body and the, and I mean, it, it hurt. I mean, not just a normal sting. This one really hurt. And my daughter's skin bubbled and we had, you know, I had them covered, you know, like just go roll in the sand, throw some mud on you, whatever. Here's some, you know, crap to throw on your body because I'm having now because of you and thank you for this. Now I'm reading everything going, oh, hell no, we're not putting that on your body. Uh-uh. My husband's like, you have lost your mind. I said, no, I haven't. I go, you have been programmed. You have messed with this stuff. You ought to know. And now he's Well, the best way, the best way to treat a sunburn is mix vinegar and water. Yeah, Bring, I did that. Okay, and that will draw the heat out. What happens is when you're in the water and you're getting hit with a microwave, the intensity of those rays are, are amped up by a factor of three. So when you come mm-hmm. out, you're cooked right through. Yeah, you might, I mean, you I mean, might even have organ damage from it. <clears throat> probably. I mean, with all the crap that's going on, I've lost my kidney uh, a while back. And I'm like, this, this has to do, I don't know what the hell happened, but something bad happened. And I ended up losing it. I had polynephritis. And um, anyway, a lot of screw-ups with doctors. That's why I don't trust them. I don't want them to touch me. And unfortunately, once a year, I have to have a surgery to sew me back together because yeah. I keep coming undone. But with the vinegar, that's immediately what I did with me and the kids because my husband, you know, he I, he's got darker skin. You know, he's a big, he's a Bulgarian and Scottish. And, and so he's he's got brown skin and black hair and black eyes. I got us into the bathtub with the vinegar. We smelt like salad. And I, I had the girls soaking in their baths, you know, for over 30 minutes. I did the same thing. But, Tony, it still hurt for over a week. And I was doing this on the set. We smelt like salad. Yeah, because like I said, microwaves go from the inside out. So what happens is you have fluid. You're, you're what? Uh, we're 60, 70% water. So basically you were being boiled from the inside. And then you're in, and then on top of that, you're in water, which again it can amplify the frequencies as well because water is a conduit. So when you're in a situation like that, um, you know, and again, people are still. Someone contacted me from Oregon saying that people are going into the water in the ocean after they've dumped all kinds of airplane byproducts and all kinds of shit. They're letting their kids swim in the ocean. That to me is insanity. Even if you have a swimming pool, if you don't have some kind of a uh, over uh, something that can cover above, like an umbrella or like a huge um, tent over your swimming pool while you're swimming, that's the worst place to be because the, the bleach is as like a salt, which will allow for even more penetration of the radiation in the system. So, like I said, everything has changed because, we, and we have to start thinking in terms. And I say this all the time that we're in a biological techno techno world today nothing that we had 50 years ago applies to today because again if they're emitting high levels of microwaves from those solar deflector deflectors and you're in a pool basically you're just being that you're going to wind up with a cancer of some kind because of the intensity of the radiation so you have to have like a a canvas or something like you know 10 feet or 20 feet above so while you're swimming in the pool it shields the sun from hitting you that's where we're at I'm I'm looking at the caves in the hill country at this point. I mean, it is it's completely out of control. And I told my husband after the summer, I said because I said this isn't normal. 
and he agreed with me. And, and so, you know, we've been paying a lot more attention and I, you know, I have referred to you, I, I've been listening to you for about, let's see, when did you do the nano bucket? He thought I was nuttier than a fruitcake. He's like, I'm not going to do that to myself. I go, Oh yes, you are. And um, I said, when I get this thing hooked up, I go, you better help me. Cause the, you know, electricity scares the crap out of me. And he's laughing. Out, and so I've been buying, you know, I have, I finally got everything I need now. And I was like, okay, you're going to help me get this thing together. I go, we're in trouble. I would need to protect the children. I don't want, I go, we're being shed on 24 seven by everyone and their damn dog. And I want my kids not to be affected. And I want them to be able to re- have children. So he's, he's finally caving into this. But, uh, you know, but everything with the moon being bigger and balanced, with the sun cooking me from the inside out along with the girls, I was like, you know what? Those caves are looking more and more appealing these days. I mean, because, I mean, we're, we're, we, we it, you know, the things that you've suggested for, for protecting ourselves, you know, I, you know, down here in this part of Texas, I, you know, I'm on, I'm on an acre. And, you know, the kids are always out in the, in the yard having a good time. And I'm like, all right, so how much of this metal that I've got to put around the house to protect the kids? I was like, we can't afford that. Well, you got to look at you got to look at it this way too. Okay, as far as your kids having kids, who are they going to have them with? Oh, no joke. And I'll tell you, anytime a boy comes over, like last night, you know what I did? I asked the kid. I said, "Did you get that shot?" And he looked at me. He goes, um, "No, ma'am." And you know, that, that I make the kids when they come in our house. You you got to you got to use manners. So it's you know, Mrs. Shane and Mr. Shane. Yeah. Uh, no, ma'am, Mrs. Shane. I'm, my dad hates that stuff. And I was like, okay, all right. All right, you can date her. <laughs> Listen, I got to cut you loose because we're running out of time. Yes, sir. So, Thank you so much for visiting with me. Tony. I greatly appreciate it. Not a worry. Not a worry. You have a good day. Eh? Yes, sir. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. The show went off on a different tangent, so that means I have more material for the next show. And the next show will be Saturday at 3 o'clock, provided nothing goes wrong. I, I'm surprised I actually got 76 people to come into the thing without me putting out any kind of... Uh, 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 alert. Um, so anyway, we, we had a good discussion. I think everybody got something out of it. I hope, um, this is the world we're living in today. And I've been saying this forever. We got to start thinking 2023, 2024, 2025. You have to start extrapolating where we're heading. We've got 15 minutes cities already engaging in, United, in Canada. I'm sure they're engaging already in America and other parts of Europe and Africa and throughout the world. Australia, New Zealand, Australia, New Zealand. I'm surprised we don't, we're not hearing more about that happening because that bunch of parliamentarians down there, they're, these are fruitcakes, you know, off the, just like ours. So everything we're doing today, we have to start thinking in terms of, uh, you know, where we're going, where we're at now, what to do now so that we can so- survive and thrive through the next level. Because this shit's never going to stop. They already gave us the agenda agenda for 2030. Okay, 2025, certain things are supposed to be in place. Um, tell me how to fix leg squeaking. You uh, incorporate glucosamine, chondroitin, and collagen. I don't have a long enough, t- enough a lot of time to talk because I'm running out of time here. So. Uh, Bring it up on the next show. Uh, anyway, we need to start again realizing that even so, some people are 
supposedly in the alternatives, a lot of them are just, some of them are just dumb as a bag of rocks as well. And you're going to have to start having the capacity to think, you know, listen, listen to whatever you, you're going to listen to, extract out of that the stuff that actually is viable and validated. Okay. If they're selling shit products, don't get sucked up into that and bring it to the show and ask me, is this good or is this bad? Do some of your own research on it. Always look and think in terms of nano exposure. And is this going to do something to the nano that's already inside of you? If you're going to grow your own stuff, how are you going to grow the stuff? Because if you put it outside, it's going to be loaded with chemtrails. So there's no difference between you buying the shit at the store and what you're growing if it's exposed. Okay, you have to start thinking in that light. You have to start realizing that we are, uh, again, in the process of changing the way. If they're going to go into electrical everything and you're not going to be able to own anything, then are you, want, are you going to want to live that way? And if you are thinking that way, how are you going to get around it? Tony, did you see the movie, the Bird Box and Sandra Bullock's movie? That's where we're heading. No, Bird Box, I'll have to look it up. I didn't know. Send me the link. Send or send me the uh, send me the information on that or the, the bird box. Just to say, Tony, go watch this, and I'll, so I can take a look at it. Uh, <clears throat> that sounds that sounds about right, though. You know. Um, so again, this is how you have to start thinking. If they're doing this, how am I going to get through this? If I don't want to be a part of this shit, how do I avoid it? How do I have to move? Where am I going to move to? And is it going to be inundated with frequencies where, you know, wherever we're going to go? That's the thing you also got to re realize. Take meters with you wherever you're going to go to find a location so that wherever you go, you don't wind up jumping from the fire, um, from the frying pan to the fire. All right. I'm really running out of time. I'm, I'm surprised. I <laughs> The show just flew. You know, um, I always say at the end of these shows, read the gospel. I think everything that's happening today, I think God's hand is in it and he's pushing this, this shit to happen, allow it to happen so he can separate the wheat from the chaff. That's my thinking. <clears throat> All this crap's going on is so that God will separate his people from the bullshit. That's how I'm looking at it. So read the gospel so you, you're not part of the, the agenda. You're part of God's, God's way. Because uh, who's going to want to live in a world where you're going to be controlled? Every time you fart, you're going to be you know uh, hit with a carbon tax. Um, you know, read what Jesus had to say. Pay attention to the gospel, uh, John 3. Look at the book of Revelations, the interdimensional war coming down upon us. This is, they were right around the corner from that. that that's already begun. They've already engaged a lot of this. And so we need to, like I said, pay attention to the fact that we are in a war. And they mean business. They too are separating the wheat from the chaff. Those that are with them are going to be with them and vexed and persecuted. And those are with God are going to either wind up dead or again, there may be some persecution involved there too. You got to be able to take it. You got to be able to go through it. You got to be able to be like Noah, you know, you know, in an ark going through the tough times. And that's how we got to look at it. And so anyway, um, the pay attention. That's how you got to start thinking. Got to start looking at where we're going, where we're at right now, how we're heading there and what they're doing. And you gotta be able to think in terms of how do I counter what they're doing so I can get through this, okay? We have to start thinking in those terms. All righty, cutting this right to the wire. Ooh. All righty, as I always say at the end of these shows, 
We are still here by the grace of God. Remember that. Okay, we're still here by the grace. The only reason we're still standing is because of God. Remember that too. So until the next segment, to your house, take care.